So then what is aligned? So what we've got to understand is that alignment is an energetic state. It's a state of being. It's a state of consciousness or awareness. It is a state where when activated, you are experiencing flow. And I mean flow, the melting of the ego, where you become so immersed in what you're doing that you lose track of time and you maybe even lose the sense of self, the thoughts quiet, your emotions are not all over the place, you're not reacting, you are responding, and so on and so forth. So this is how we know when we're in a state of alignment and those activities that we are doing is aligned for us. This is Euphoric Evolution, a podcast all about inner spiritual growth for abundance, where we bridge the spiritual into the practical, the energetic into the physical. I'm Makosina Jezer. I'm a spiritual teacher and oracle, speaker and author, and I'm passionate about catalyzing tomorrow's leaders into consciousness and transformation. So if you're a spiritual seeker and know you're called for more, Let's begin your transformation. Welcome back for another episode of Euphoric Evolution Podcast. And oh my gosh, is this one (laughs) going to be the one for you? Today we're talking about alignment and what actually is alignment. I had breakfast with a friend this morning and I was sharing with her that I was teaching inside of one of my offers. I don't remember which one, but we were talking about some of the misunderstandings around alignment. And I feel like there's so many myths around what alignment even is and how to find alignment that I wanted to take a few minutes to really break down this word that seems so airy-fairy, seems so made up or intangible in a lot of instances. And I think it's important that we understand, okay, maybe it is intangible, but it is a real thing. Like we have experienced alignment. However, a lot of our perception around what alignment is keeps us from consistently experiencing alignment and making that our primary experience of this reality. So let's start with the beginning, meaning the beginning of your life and the beginning of children, right? So from the time that a child comes onto this plane, we could say that their primary experience of reality is alignment. And the reason for that is up until about age eight or so, give or take, children have no ego. They don't have a concrete sense of self. In fact, their entire childhood is about starting to gather data in this reality about who they are who they're here to be. And over time, this starts to crystallize into a personality or an identity. It becomes the version of you that you think you are. (laughs) Doesn't mean that that's who you really are or all of who you're here to be, but it is who you think that you are. And we go about this from the experiences that we have, kind of translating those inside of our minds to make that mean something about ourselves. So it, let's say that your parents got into a fight over the fact that you spilled milk, right? 
you could have internalized that to mean I am bad, not I had an accident or I experienced spilled milk. No, we make that mean something about ourselves. I'm not even going to go into all of the complexities around the ancestors living within us and how that also influences who we think we are. But let's just keep it at the level of the experiences that you had in this lifetime and how over time that crystallized into your sense of self. Now, at eight or around eight, it's much more solid than it was when you were a child. However, we continue to evolve that mostly unconsciously. Now we can transform that sense of self, transform that identity very consciously, but it tends to take more effort. And most of us do it through new habits, right? Like you have certain behaviors, you try to change them and that can be tough. Full transparency, if you've ever tried to change certain habits, it's tough. Like I consume content, like I'm sure you also do, you're doing it right now, right? And if we don't bring awareness to how much we are consuming or what we are consuming, like the actual value of what we are consuming, that can unconsciously and is anyway, (laughs) even if you have conscious intent there, it is evolving your perception of self. So if you're listening to content all the time, that is inspiring you or expanding your perspectives, right? Then your sense of self becomes expanded, right? But if you are, let's say, listening to certain news that is constantly fear-mongering and clickbaiting and telling you how limited you are and everything in the world to be afraid of, right? And that is what you primarily consume. Well, guess what? That is also influencing your sense of self, your sense of what reality is. So when we come to, well, what is the concept of alignment? We've got to understand that there is a limitless aspect of you and a limited aspect of you. The limitless version of you, let's call this your higher self, but your higher self is not just one being. It is a conglomeration. It is a group of consciousnesses that make up you. And it is literally multidimensional and limitless. And this aspect of you wants to experience more of your limitlessness. And so the only way to explore more of being limitless is to create limits. And we do that by coming onto this plane, becoming human, developing an ego. Ego is not our enemy. (laughs) It is not our enemy, but it is here to support us in a very specific way. So this way that our ego is here to experience this reality is by allowing the limitless aspect of you, the higher self, to explore lots of different ways of being. Some of them will happen in one life, And also you can experience different ways of being over many lifetimes. So this can be something like your gender in this lifetime. It could be your ethnicity in this lifetime. It could be the circumstances that you were born into, like the culture you were born into, give you more experiences of all that you are. So our ego is extremely important because it's what facilitates this exploration journey. So where does alignment and misalignment fall into this? Well, 
Misalignment happens when our ego has crystallized its limits so much so that the higher self aspect is not able to experience the next evolution of identity that you're here to experience. Okay. And that's where we get internal resistance from. This is where resistance happens because we are in a reality. We're in a universe that we're co-creating with others. And it is granting us opportunities all the time to evolve our sense of self, evolve who we think we are. But when we become too attached, too fixated on being a certain way or seeing ourselves in a very specific way, this is when misalignment happens. And at first, that misalignment feels like a whisper. At first, it feels like, or it sounds like, hey, (laughs) hey, you, this ain't it, right? And over time, as you continue down the road of misalignment, it turns into like this yelling, this internal yelling of, hey, go the other way, go the other way. This is misaligned for us. Now, one thing that I find really interesting about this conversation around alignment is so many people think that alignment is just a train stop (laughs) and you just get onto, oh, I'm just going to get onto alignment, just hop on board to alignment. And really, it's more of a retracing of your steps. It's more of a deconditioning. It's more of a process of letting go of all of these aspects of yourself that are no longer aligned, no longer serving your evolution, your growth, who you are here to become. And so the process of finding alignment is typically not just one step. Oh, I just became aligned. And then you're just aligned for the rest of your life. No, it is a ongoing process that we can find. We can find alignment and then we can also lose it again. So what I feel is most valuable to understand about alignment is understanding the methodology of understanding this reality and being able to recognize and operate in a very different way than most of us in the West have been conditioned to operate. It is a process of learning how to be spirit-led first, where you are allowing that inner self to be the guiding star. Now, I got to come and bust this myth because alignment is actually not a feeling. I want you to hear that again. Alignment is not a feeling in that it is not an emotion. So can we feel aligned? Yes, but it's not a feeling as in an emotion, like we speak of feelings. This doesn't feel aligned anymore. And what they're really meaning by that is, Right now, I'm angry, frustrated, <laughs> tense, etc. And so I don't want to do it. Or I don't feel like doing it, right? Meaning I don't have the motivation to do XYZ. It doesn't have anything to do with alignment. That has to do with being human. That has to do with our human aspect, which experiences a lot of ebbs and flows in the emotions. Add to that, if you were born a woman in this lifetime, the way that you experience cycles, you are like four people in a month, right? Every week-ish, you're a different person. 
So if you only go based on how you feel to see if something is aligned or not, this is tricky. It's very, very tricky because one week you might feel like doing something and the next week maybe you don't feel like it. It doesn't mean that it's not for you. So then what is aligned? What's aligned? So what we've got to understand is that alignment is an energetic state. It's a state of being. It's a state of consciousness or awareness. It is a state where when activated, you are experiencing flow. And I mean flow in the dissolution, the melting of the ego, the identity, where you become so immersed in what you're doing that you lose track of time and you maybe even lose the sense of self, the thoughts quiet, your emotions are not all over the place, you're not reacting, you are responding, and so on and so forth. So this is how we know when we're in a state of alignment and those activities that we are doing is aligned for us. Now, what stops us from being in that state of alignment is internal resistance. So our internal resistance shows up because it's showing us an aspect of our ego that we're bumping up against. We were coming up against, we're bumping up against this perception of ourselves that is limited. And our higher self is trying to communicate, hey, there's something in that direction. There's something in that direction for us to examine about who we are here to be, who we are evolving into. And that internal resistance is showing us where we have become too attached to a specific way of being. Or maybe we are making certain decisions or going down a track that isn't the most serving for us anymore. So finding alignment is about really understanding the difference between internal resistance and external resistance. If you've ever thought like, how do I know is the universe showing me that this thing is not for me or is the timing not right for a thing? And am I aligned? Well, we've got to examine, are you experiencing internal resistance or are you experiencing external resistance? So internal resistance looks like lack of motivation. It looks like distracting yourself, creating, you know, shiny ball syndrome, imposter syndrome, those sorts of internal thoughts, dialogues, and emotions, etc., that keep you from making progress or from moving forward. And when you are in internal resistance, that is when things feel very challenging. It feels hard. It feels like you have to force and push. And this is where that sense of hustle comes from. Because when you don't have that internal resistance, you actually can be doing more. Like you can actually be taking more action and doing more than when you're quote unquote hustling, but it doesn't take as much energy, right? I know that you've felt that. I know that you've experienced that at least once in your life, right? So it's that internal resistance creating friction, That is a sign that there's an internal misalignment, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, you're in the wrong place. In fact, you might have been guided to a place that makes you highly uncomfortable. (laughs) Like you might just feel a lot of resistance. Now, I'm not talking about jeopardizing your safety. That's not what I mean. But let's say that 
you are stepping into your uh, wealthy woman era and you are putting yourself in rooms of wealthy women. And at first it feels quite uncomfortable and there's a lot of resistance to get up and go be with that group, right? That doesn't mean that that group or that room isn't for you. It could be completely aligned for you, but there's still some inner resistance to seeing yourself as a wealthy woman too, or to seeing yourself as a visionary and thought leader, right? That doesn't mean that that space isn't meant for you. It doesn't mean that that is not aligned for you. So that brings us to external resistance. All right. When do we see external resistance and how does that play a role in finding alignment? So external resistance is tricky because sometimes we don't know if it is the timing, right? It is always time for us to be in alignment. However, we're working with divine timing, right? It's a co-creative process. But external resistance sometimes shows up as the doors not opening or the opportunities not there. Or you keep trying to force a specific thing to happen and it's not making any headway. You see, we always have one step, at least one or two steps in our visibility. Like we can see our next step in front of us. Even if we like to tell ourselves or create this illusion that we don't have clarity, we do at least have some clarity about what we could possibly decide next. But external resistance shows up because sometimes we are attached to going down a specific path that is not in our highest good, that is not to our greatest benefit. So we have to be able to tell the difference between when we're in internal resistance, when we are in external resistance. The other piece that I just want to note is our ideas of when a thing should happen. That, oh, I should be farther along right now, or I should be making this amount of money, or I should be on these stages now, and so on and so forth. And we do not have ultimate control over everything that shows up in our life and when. That would kind of suck if we did, actually. You would hate that. <laughs> I know you think you want that, but think about when somebody tells you the entire plot to a movie, right? You don't want to go then see that movie. And your life would be like that. If you had complete control over everything, there would be no surprises. There would be no mystery or fun in your life because you'd already know. You'd already have ultimate control. So this is why we have to come back to, am I in flow? Because if you've been building, let's say, a handbag line, I'm using that example because I'm, I'm reading Rebecca Binkoff's book. And I think it's such a great example so in the book, she shares, it's, it's just a little bit about her life. And she shares how from the time she was a child, she wanted to be a clothing designer. And so she goes to New York, starts a clothing line and just really struggles for a long period of time. And there's a sequence of events that some really interesting synchronicities, by the way, synchronicities are one of the keys to finding alignment. But she follows these synchronicities that don't necessarily fit in with her idea of how things should be or who she should be. But she follows them anyway. And in that, she gets to this place where she has the handbag brand, for those of you that are already familiar with her, 
I think she runs a $500 million brand at this point. It's insane. And she's also running her clothing brand. And the clothing brand was still really struggling. And the handbag brand just kind of took off. And she was so attached to the clothing brand. And it took her a while to really let that go. But here's the thing. That curiosity, that desire to create the clothing brand taught her so much about how to run a business, how to work with people, how to source materials and find partners and on and on and on. She learned so much through that avenue and it was serving her until it was no longer serving her. And the opportunity that was the most aligned for her opened up. Now imagine that she had never allowed herself to follow the opportunity that was presented by the universe and instead stayed attached to, no, I have to make this clothing brand work. I kept forcing and pushing and hustling to make that happen. Well, then she would not at this time have created a $500 million brand. And in fact, I can almost guarantee that the clothing brand would have ended up going under. So I hope that this has been insightful and given you some perspective into the circumstances you find yourself in right now. And what is it that you are deciding? When it comes to alignment, the biggest weight is on just deciding. Literally, as soon as you decide, you open up new timelines. But so long as you stay in decision and refuse to cut off certain potentials, then your greatest potential will also not unfold. My dream for you is that you have the opportunity in this lifetime to embody your greatest potential, that you are able to actualize and be the legend that you're here to be. If this touched you at all or gave you some aha moments, I'd love to hear from you. Be sure and DM me on Instagram at the Royal Shaman and I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Euphoric Evolution. If you found this valuable, be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. Be sure to share with someone you care about if you know they'll also find value in this episode. You can also visit theroyalshaman.com to take my free consciousness quiz where you'll uncover your current stage of consciousness, identify your current blockages, and define which steps you can take next to align with your highest potential. You can also see the show notes to find our socials. In euphoria.